Hey guys, Bardic here. Welcome to an impromptu edition of the Baseball Bad Show. I'm actually out of my walk. It is Sunday, what is today? Sunday, July 10th at 5.30 uh, p.m. And uh, the reason why I'm doing this is I just had something on my mind. This has been an incredible weekend. I've probably gotten more text, uh, you know, social media messages, phone calls, um, than, I don't know, any weekend that I can remember for a long time. And I don't know if it's just starting to get heat, you know, heated up in the summer, you know, we're getting towards the middle of the summer. Um, but it was just really an incredible weekend. And sometimes when we play a full weekend of baseball, like you guys just got done playing, we can get caught up in kind of the stuff, right? We can get caught up on whether they won or whether they lost or how far they got into a tournament, how well they played or how well they didn't play or how much they played or whether they, where they hit in the order, or if they got hits or if they got the pitch or what level they played at, what tournament they played at, uh, and on and on and on. None of that matters. What really matters and what we should really focus on is not where he played or how well he played. The most important thing and the most hopeful thing for me about baseball and even about this generation is that they played. Is that they played. That to me is the most important thing. I speak for, I, I speak to a lot of teams throughout the year. Uh, I speak to a lot of college teams, high school teams, and, and if you ever wanted me to come speak to your team, uh, you just contact our, uh, contact any of us at Baseball Education Center anyway, and we'll, we'll figure out a way to make it work. But especially when I speak to older teams, high school, college teams, I always start with a question, and that question is, what are you doing here? And they're always a little taken back by that question because it's not... It's not a usual question as someone coming in to speak to a team in, you know, for lack of a better word, like a motivational way, would open a talk. But I perceive by asking them, like, like, no, 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 seriously, what are you doing here? Why are you playing this game? Like, you know that all of your friends are out doing fun stuff, right? College stuff, having a full college experience. They're out meeting people. They're out dating. Some of them are even uh, maybe taking a double major or even starting their career early, maybe interning or they got a side hustle going. And you're here. Why are you giving up what some people would call the greatest four, five years of your life and experience all that comes with it? Why are you giving that up to play baseball? I, cause, because I'm sure someone has sat down and calculated the odds for you, right? You've had an uncle at Thanksgiving or something that sat down and said, well, you know, 6.4% of players never make it past high school and 3.2% of them and only 1% ever make anybody, right? It's, you've had that happen. You know the odds. Someone has done that for you. And you're still here. You've also chosen this game that, <laughs> in the nicest possible way, like baseball sucks, right? <laughs> I love baseball, but, but if you've played baseball, you know exactly what I mean, or you've been around baseball for a long time. Baseball, it, it, it beats you up. It hurts your feelings. It destroys your spirit. It wounds your soul, right? It, it, it's, it's every day. The only time uh, we, any of us feel good is opening day. Every other day, we're tired, we're beaten up, we're bruised, right? we're stiff, we're sore. It's also a game that you can't solve. You can't solve baseball. You can't, you, you can't impose your will on baseball like you can other sports. Right. I, if I'm LeBron James, I could take, you know, I, I don't know how big LeBron, LeBron James is, six foot ten, whatever he is. Right. He's just he's just an unbelievable athlete. Right. He, he's just got size and power and explosiveness. He can take all of that 
and he could just overpower people. Steph Curry has the ability to, uh, you know, to move and to cut and to, you know, quick, use his quickness to get off a shot. He can impose that will. And in baseball, it's also a game that you, you, you can't, you can't kind of manipulate because, you know, every time the Lakers come down the court, they can give it to LeBron James. Every time the offense takes the field for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady touches the ball. They can design plays to go to certain receivers literally on every play if they wanted to. Their best players can touch the ball. But in baseball, we can't do that, obviously, right? We can't put our best player up, um, best hitters up every inning. We can't pitch our best pitcher every game. And there's also, there's kind of no weight class in baseball. Right. So, like, you know, if, if an offensive lineman lines up against a defensive lineman, they're generally the same size. Right. They're, they're trying to match that up as best they can. Right. In, in basketball, there's defenders, you know, big players play against, you know, big players and quick players play against quick players to try and neutralize some of that. Right. But in baseball, the six four pitcher has to pitch the five ten player and vice versa. So it's very difficult in that way to kind of figure out, like, how that all comes out, how that plays out in a game. So we can't, we can't manipulate baseball. And so to me, the most hopeful thing with our players today is that they've chosen to play this game. They've chosen to play a game that they can't figure out, that they can't solve, that they can't manipulate, that they can't impose their will on. And to me, that is the most special part of baseball players. And the message that I would have for you today is that this is not about baseball. Baseball is just the way that part of your son is being expressed right now. But it's actually the very best part of him as a person or a student or you know, future you know, leader. Because I've seen baseball players thrive in places of uncertainty, in in industries and careers that have a high degree of failure. I've had former players go on to be incredible attorneys and litigators, incredible uh, scientists where, uh, and researchers where they may have two or three breakthroughs to their entire career. I've had them go on to be great engineers um, and, and uh, in law enforcement to be great um, detectives and, and, and in numerous other uh, professions. And what I've seen is that baseball players will thrive in careers and in situations where there's a high degree of insecurity. There's a high degree of uncertainty. There's a high degree even of failure because they, it's, really, it's really hard to hurt a baseball player's feelings. It's really hard. Because if you've played like, I think, I don't know the exact number, but I would say if you've played 100 baseball games, you have a little callus over your soul. Now, you could piss off a baseball player. You could piss off a baseball player real easy. But what's really hard to do is really get to hurt a baseball player's feelings. So what I would suggest is that the most hopeful thing for me, not only for the game of baseball, that kids continue to play the game of baseball, the most hopeful thing for, the gener- for that generation and for the future is that they play. They've chosen this really hard thing. They've chosen this really hard game. That's unfair and unjust, right? We all know the cliches, right? You know, you can hit the ball square and still make an out. You can make a perfect pitch and the guy sticks his bat out, right? And he gets a hit. Uh, We've heard all those. And yet our kids still play. So to me, 
That's the most hopeful thing about baseball players in the future is that they play, that they're choosing this game that has texture and mystery and riddle, and they want to keep doing it. And the last thing that I will say is, after I get done with all, with all of that, when, I, when I'm speaking to colleges or I'm speaking to teams, I always say the real reason that you play baseball is there's something that comes alive in you when you play baseball that doesn't come alive in you at any other time. And there's nothing else that can do it. You, 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 you may play basketball or you may play football or you may play whatever other sport you play. And every, all those other sports where you take the puck, the ball, the whatever, from one end of the field to the other end of the field, you try and put it in the goal and stop the other guy from doing that to you. They've seen all those sports, but they keep coming back to this game because there's something that comes alive in them when they are in something they can't figure out, that they're willing to dive into kind of that mystery that is baseball. So if you want to focus on one thing after this weekend, um, I would focus on that. Because like I said, I think that's the most hopeful thing about baseball players and the future. I don't worry about the future one bit. I know people my age are concerned about the next generation and what it would be like. And I don't worry about it a bit. And maybe I'm biased, but just because I'm biased doesn't mean I'm wrong. But as long as we have baseball players coming out, and as long as we can keep them focused on the fact that the most special part about them is the part of them that calls them to play this game that they can't figure out, we're going to be just fine. We'll be just fine. So I hope you guys had a great weekend, and um, I hope this helped in some way. Hey, it's Paul Reddick. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. I wanted to let you know I have a new book out specifically for baseball dads, and I would love for you to check it out. You can go to baseballdadsbook.com. All the information is there and a pretty good discount for our podcast listeners. So again, it's baseballdadsbook.com. Thanks.